turn around once and we do the evil run. All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. Time to talk some rugby league. It's been a while. Obviously, in the last couple of months, we've been talking everything horse racing, but it's time to talk some rugby league, which is only two days away. We're recording Tuesday night um, in Flood Riven Monobile. I am at the moment. Keen, we've got Manly and Panthers kicking off in the first game. Obviously, by the song you can hear now, we've got a bit of Eagle Rock going, and I am that pumped that we're going to beat the Panthers, and even more so hearing that Cleary is out. And doesn't that just make us feel a bit happy, King? I couldn't agree with you more because, I mean, in that trial match against the Raiders, we lost pretty much our entire back row, and I was like, oh, no, not this fucking, not now, not now, two weeks out from the season. But uh, Cleary out's a big thing. I think, what, four weeks, I hear? Or yeah, three, four weeks. Four? So, I mean, that's that's a big blow for them. But, um, yeah, footy's back. How good is it, boys? I mean, I'm just frothing at the bit right now. I think when, when we see these things, when, when I saw that Cleary was out, the first thing you want to look at is the market. I think we were $2.40. And to win the game, we went... The line obviously changed completely. Then it went to a dollar ninety a piece. We're now a dollar seventy-seven favourites to Panthers two ten. I tried to get a little bit of a quote from one of the, the leading tab trader to see how important that is, and he just said when he just said the inf- sudden influx of Manly as soon as Cleary was out, the sudden influx of bets just rolling and rolling and rolling in. He hadn't made them favourites yet, but he goes Manly are definitely going to be starting favourites if not this afternoon, if not tonight. But Tommy, how are you, mate? Thoughts? Like my song? Yeah, Manly can't lose. So um, it sounds like from you guys, Manly can't <laughs> lose. So um, <laughs> I can start this shit all over again. How good is it? <laughs> nah, it's good to be. It's good for his back. Um, I'm pretty pumped. Um, first game of the year. Yeah, it's start off with a big one as well. I, I like. Um, I like the premiers from last year, kicking off the season and um, against a good team as well. Uh, Clive Churchill winner versus Daly M winner and yeah it should be a good game and yeah just can't wait for some footy to be back exactly and hopefully it's not too wet I don't know what's going on in the next couple of days but they are playing Penrith and it could be a sloppy one um did you see uh, Trell and Host have a little um, punch-up at training today? Obviously, the cameras didn't want to catch the high-five and shaking your hands two seconds later, but it's good to see the boys getting a bit rough at training, eh, Coey? 100%. I mean, I, I know... Well, Jacob Host being named... I think he's starting off the bench, as far as I'm aware, because of the couple of the injuries they've got. Um, so he's been promoted up. He's, he's hungry. He's got something to prove, because, I mean, he's... He's been moved around a couple of sides and now he's, you know, landed at the uh, Rabbitohs. So, I mean, you want to see the fire. I mean, hopefully it was a harmless fight. I mean, we've got no idea yeah. what the context was. Um, I mean, because some, sometimes that can be absolutely toxic if it's in, taken in the wrong sense. So, and we've seen that time and time again. So, you know what, like footy season's about to start. Things are ramping up. People got things to prove. Fuck it. Let's all, all – chips in. That's yeah. how I see it. I think I think it's a good thing. Obviously, this sort of stuff probably happens at training heaps. It's good to see Trell um, roughing them up a bit. Um, disappointing to see Reynolds not playing against South. So that's uh, the only disappointing thing with that game. But Tommy, what about trials? I don't know how many you watched. Did you take anything out of them? Um, anything? Anything to any standouts? I saw that the Sharks probably did did okay. But is that more of a just ignore that and wait for round one? Yeah, it's been good because um, you obviously been able to watch all the trials live, so you get a bit of a taste in this, and a few few rookies going to get a go. So it's good to see them. I, 
I think um, what I got is the doggies still got a long way to go. Uh, Sharks definitely looking on the way up. And, um, yeah, not much else there. Broncos still um, still going to take a while to get going, but hopefully when Reynolds is back that um, they've got a bit more leadership. But, yeah, it's um, you can't take too much out of the trials. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's all about the young talent. We're going to see... Uh, Canberra have a new halfback uh, debutant. Storm have got uh, t- uh, Wishart coming off the bench. Manly with Stubby Cooler coming nice. off the bench. So it's it's all about the young guns there. So yeah, keen to see some um, some guys debut and really light up the comp. You mentioned what about Stub- Stubby Cooler? Let's yeah. start with him, Tunners. It's a good name. My God, I, I'm pumped to see if he is actually that far. Um, all reports say, and he's got, you know, actual records of <laughs> athletics championships and this and the other. And his old man, I think, used to be a like a world-class – he represented Tonga, I believe, in three Olympics. So, yep. you know, he's got fast, fast genetics. Um, I'm ex- And even Saab has said, my God, his breakaway speed mm. is special. Like he, Saab thinks that he's – yeah, it's up still faster in the long run, but in the short burst, just to make that line break, if you know, Stubby Cooler is actually faster. My goodness, look out, world! Yeah, yeah, it's really good to have some. Um, we got Turbo and have a couple of speedsters around. We're definitely the fastest team in the comp, have to be. Um, I want to mention a couple of teams first, and we'll go through the games and then round off with like you know, top point score, all that sort of shit, but. Tom, I'll go to you first. I want to mention the Broncos. They're a team that have been sort of ordinary the last couple of years. They've signed Adam Reynolds. He had COVID, so he can't play, which is really annoying. And they've been stuffing around trying to figure out what's going on with their halves. They've also extended um, Walters and coaching for a couple of years. Where do we see the Bronx? I think you look at their back line, they seem okay, but their forwards, they're very sort of like, besides what, Payne Haas. I know we got Kurt Capel there, but even Pat Carrigan playing lock, I don't know. He should be like prop or something. Mate, I'm a big fan of Pat Carrigan, and I, I think he I think he can be an all right lock or even Kobe Hetherington. Um, they're going to rely a lot on Reynolds, and even with Reynolds out, uh, Kate will another recruit is going to be the captain this week, and um, they're relying heavily on their signings, and they've signed well, but they've also let a lot a lot of good players go in um, to uh, Tevita Pangai and a lot of big big guys up front. So I, I still think they're going to struggle for a little bit, but. I think they'll hopefully be a bit closer to the eight than the last year. But you look as well, Tyrone Roberts on the bench, Albert Kelly, Billy Walters. I mean, they're, they're, they're good, solid players, but like they don't scream like finals half halves. And I think Reynolds Reynolds is going to have a lot on his shoulders if mm. and he needs to stay fit. Otherwise, I reckon they're in a lot of trouble. Would have been really good to have him playing in this game. Um Coey, what about the Sharks? Can they be a smoky this year? They've signed pretty well. almost think that they're not even a smoky anymore. I think that just the way they've recruited, uh, it's really smart how they've kind of mapped their team out. And we saw, I know it was against the Bulldogs, who uh, also, I guess, in a rebuild kind of new phase themselves. And they, uh, like Tommy mentioned earlier, I think Bulldogs are going to be a tough watch for those Canterbury fans for at least the first kind of five to six rounds, I think. It's just going to be, you know, trying to string a couple of wins together. Can they? Can they not? We'll, we'll see, you know, 
the proof in the pudding pretty quickly how the recruitment process has been successful or not, I think. I, I just think that, like, Sharks, on the other hand, like, I mean, they've recruited quite heavily as well with, you know, your Hines and your, your, your soap, like the likes of, yeah, Finucane, huge. Like, they looked really good against the dogs. Like, they were, I reckon they were going about dogs shit. six, like, I reckon they were going like 60% out of 100%, which most trials have kind of, you know, you set your benchmark and then improve off that. I get that. But the dogs just didn't look good. They just, they were just searching for plays. They were, they were just trying to make ends meet. And um, the Sharks, on the other hand, it was just very organic. And that's what you want to see in a trial match, I think. You just want to see the organic play, do the simple things right, but still be have that creative flair, I guess. Um, and I reckon with the, the light work that Nico Hines did, um, I reckon they're just kind of marking themselves kind of right on the cusp of the top four. Yeah, yeah, I think they will. I think they'll do pretty well. Tommy, how's the storm going to go? Um, not just this weekend, but um, there's a bit of changes. I know, still got um, the boys in the heart or the in the poker. You got Cheese and um, Grant, who Cheese might play a bit of lock. Who knows? You got a couple of injuries. Are you guys still going to be as dominant this year? You have been for decades. I think the key, Zach, is they've re- replaced what they've lost pretty well. I mean, Fox massive Xavier loss. Coates, they bring yeah. in Xavier Coates. Nico Hines, huge loss, but he was on the bench. And still to bring in someone like uh, Nick Meany to have on the bench, he's no, he's not probably not as good as Nico Hines, but he's still a solid player and he, they're, they're getting him for pretty cheap off the bench. And um, the other one they've lost is Finucane and they've still got Nelson that can come on or, as you said, Cheese might play a bit of lock. Mm. So I think they're big lo- they, they do have some big losses, but they've actually recruited really well. And a um, few people saying that they're forwards, um, they're a bit light on. And if they get a couple of injuries and probably not a lot of forwards there to replace them. But if there's one thing Bellamy does, it's just get these no-name forwards that you've never heard of to be these uh, just really solid guys every um, every year. So I, I think I think Melbourne still have a good year. I think they're top 14 for sure. Um, on to the real team of the year. Nah, it's just joking. But Manly. So we're not going to go through every team. But Manly... Obviously, Kohai and myself, diehards, Tommy Storm. Um, look, our team looks okay this week. It looks better without Cleary than playing. But um, there's a couple of thingos, I guess. Olakwatu is back a little bit. All the Ethan Bullimore is going to be there. We've got the fast fella on the wing. How do we, not this weekend, but how do we fare this year, do you reckon, Kohai? So, th- well, I mean, this week's got to be a real interesting one because obviously we're missing the likes of Schuster. And if you look at the back line, I think, all in all, as a team, we haven't really had to change too yeah, much. Pretty I think. Uh, I mean, we're very, very. Uh, we must be one of the lightest recruitment teams of this season, hands down. I have to think. For an absolute change, I think we've kept a couple of our juniors, and I think that's going to be the promising, you know, sign to see over the the next kind of six months. Because obviously, with our origin and injuries and suspensions that that of the like, I mean, uh, we get to test these juniors that. Uh, top tier juniors going through the grades, you know, whether it was SG ball or, you know, the under twenties, doesn't matter. Like I think we've got commodities ready to rock and roll this year. Whilst last year we were, we were struggling when we did have the serious ins. So I think just with that little bit more depth, I feel that we're going to be in a similar spot as last year. I think we'll be kind of in that top four bound. Hopefully Tommy, Tommy is obviously the crucial part of our mm. 
puzzle. Tommy stays fit. Sky's the limit, I guess, if Tommy stays fit, right? Um, and I, I know a lot. It's it's not really news per se, but it all comes down to if Tommy does get injured, how do we recuperate off that? And I think the juniors can step up this year. Oh, I genuinely do. So I bloody hope so. So in in terms of depth, we are better than last year. If our team stays, you know, as strong a form as we did last year, oh yeah, top four bound, I think. All right, have to agree. All right, let's go through some of the games. Obviously, the first round, round one game is Manly and the Panthers. Manly is now $1.77, were two forty this morning. Uh, we've got the line at minus one and a half. Panthers are $2.05. Look, if, it, if the weather keeps going the way it is, unders could be a go. Panthers are great defenders as well. Um, Team-wise, look, Manly look pretty much exactly the same in the back line as they have last year. And with the Panthers, they obviously lose a couple, but they've got still got Charlie Staines, Dylan Leonard Steve Crichton, To'o, Luai. Um, Sean O'Sullivan jumps into halves for Cleary. And look, our forward packs, Bar, Ethan Bullimore, we're pretty similar. And they've still got some of their big names, all their big names pretty much as well. Their forward pack is pretty hectic with Leota, Coruscant, Fisher-Harris, Kikau, Liam Munn, Isaiah Yo. Quite sickening, really, how good that um, forward pack is. Tommy, who are you going to be going with and what's a little good bet for the game? The tough one, you, you're probably under something there with the overs. Um, sorry, the, the unders with a, with a wet stadium. and It's 42 and a half round. the line. The, sorry, the over under. Yeah. We saw, a lot, we saw a lot of overs to begin with, but if we get a good dry, two good drying days, you never know. But I think, I think with all this rain, you've got to go the unders. I think either team by let, uh, less than six points. I think it's going to be a tight one to start the season. And I think um, Manly look a lot better. But uh, Panthers, Premiers, they've still got a really good side. Uh, Both the centres have been replaced, but some really good young talent as well. And Sean Sullivan's a good um, pick-up in halves. They've still got Luai, To'o, Kiku. Um, They've still got a lot. So I reckon either team by less than six into the uh, unders is a good bet. So close one. Coey, who are you with? Obviously Manly, but what's the bet? (laughs) No, no brainer. I'm with Manly, but I, I I don't mind the three bucks really for one to twelve. Manly, I think that's a great price to be honest. Like, I know the line's only a negative one and a half. You could probably take that on, but I I think just genuinely one to twelve. You could probably back that into the unders if you really wanted to. So you know, Manly negative one and a half starting to under forty two and a half. It's probably a good great chance with yeah the weather is probably going to be a pivotal part of what this weekend's going to be like. Pretty much anywhere remotely close to Sydney. If you're playing in Sydney or New South Wales, it's probably going to be. Oh, I mean, as a bookmaker, you probably scale yourself as, as or you set it lower than you know 44, 46, that kind of thing, purely because it's just there's going to be a lot of drop balls. You know, opening round this and the other. There's going to be a few things to iron out, whatever. So yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to take the one at twelve with Manly or the negative one and a half under forty two. I uh, yeah, I'm. I reckon a little one to twelve. I think it's good. I don't think if I think we'll win, but I don't think it'll be a blowout. And I think the unders is pretty good. I wouldn't want to take anything. I think forty two and a half is bang on, which shits me with the traders. They literally get it pretty spot on every time. Um, first game on Friday is Canberra and Cronulla. I found this a bit weird. I was talking to people today about it, and I thought I would have assumed. I know it's in Canberra, but I would have just assumed that the Sharks would have been pretty decent favourites. I would have assumed like maybe like a dollar sixty to two forty or whatever. It was a dollar ninety all day. It's just changed to a dollar. $1.85 uh, favoritism for Cronulla. I don't know. I I would 
I like what I see with Cronulla. Like how he said, I don't even think they're a smoky anymore. They've got a sick team. They've gone with Chan's Nickel Clockstad at fullback for uh, the Raiders. They got Kotrick back. Look, it might be close, but are you in Sharks camp, Tom? Yeah, I, I gotta go with Sharkies. Um, just it's it's such a big um, risk, Ricky going number seven that um into a season only after a couple of weeks when Fogarty's been injured. So they would have trained all year. Fogarty um, being the number seven all off season, sorry, and um, so much would have been around him. And I think things are just disrupted Canberra a bit. And even um, Paul Crowley was saying on NRL 360 tonight that there's a bit more to the Jordan Rapana trying to get his suspension off. Ricky actually went to yeah. him and he said, look, can you get, can you, take one for the team and use this as a suspension if you can. And they said, yep. Uh, he said, yep, I want to win a comp with Canberra. Let's do it. And they, it was because of an off-field indiscretion. And they said, no, actually, it's off-field. You you have to serve it in the regular season. And then Cheese and Reese Walsh, both for off-field indiscretions, managed to get a get off and play round one or two for Reese Walsh's case. So just another thing for Canberra going wrong. And it seems like we had so much of it last year and they, they need some things to go right from Canberra. But I, I think the Sharks are on the up. I think Nico Hines, I love um, Dalfinucan, McInnes. I know he's not playing round one, but just a lot of upside. And I really like um, to see what Fitz is going to do with his team. So I'm with Canberra all the way. I mean, Cronulla all the way. Um I, th- I think there's going to be a lot of points as well in Canberra. I don't think they've got too much of the rain. Got the races there this weekend as well. No, just all Sharkies for me. Let's go over and Sharkies to win. Yep, and I reckon Chuck and maybe Nico Hines in to score a try. What do you reckon, Coey? Totally agree with Tommy. Like, I mean, a couple of unknowns. I think the Ford Pack matches up quite well. I, I really do. Um, I'm not too familiar with this Wilton for the Cronulla side, but nonetheless, I think it's just you got Finucane, you got uh, Hamlin Uele, you got Rudolph, you got Braley, Nakora. I mean, that's a stacked forward pack. And I mean, same for the, the Raiders. You look at Hodgson, Papali, Tarpanay, Hassan Young, Harawera Naira, White. I mean, that's two big, you know, forward packs clashing. And I think the, the battle is going to be more so towards the back line. I think, you know, a lot of speedsters and I think there's just that two unknowns in that Raiders side with the you know the halfback as Tommy's already mentioned, um, with Fogarty just being injured and trying house down probably for the off season, and now Brad Schneider comes in. I have literally no idea or any information about Brad Schneider. I'm sure he's a good junior, but your opposite sevens, Nico Hines. I think you're going to get found out pretty quickly. And the other question mark that I once again I probably should have done a bit more fact checking, but. James Schiller, who's going to be wearing the number three jersey. Um, yeah, there's just going to be a couple of holes in that back line. And I think looking at that Cronulla back line, Kennedy, Katoa, Ramian, Mulatalo, Ikuvalu, Moylan, Hines. I mean, that's an experienced but young side that's just ready to run. They're fit as fuck. You know, but, they're going to. But I will say, Kelly, like he's beaten Croker's fit. Um, Croker's going to go through the. Is fit. There's there's a lot of players that are fit. He's he's won that spot. It's mm. not it's yeah. not the fact that they don't have anyone else. Ricky's given him because he has won that spot. So he's playing I, reserve I grade, isn't he? I've I've got him in super coach actually that Schiller because if if he's beating some of the outside backs they've got they've there's there's a lot of um, good talent there that he's beaten to make that spot. 
they've said that Croker wanted, like, openly Croker has suggested that I want to go through reserve grade to get a couple more Ks up my uh, on my um, odometer. And, I mean, I respect that. So I don't know if he's completely back yet, which is kind of the question mark I had. But Christian, Chris Sebastian, on the other hand, I mean, he's, he's not injured at all, as far as I'm aware. He's young, he's fit. So the fact that he's beaten, um, well, James Schiller has beaten Chris Sebastian, I mean, that's all props to him. He's, he's got a lot more mileage on him and he's still outdone him through the preseason and even the off-season. I mean, you can't, you can't fucking take anything away from Ricky. I mean, Sticky knows how this game works. So, I mean, the selection process is probably bang on. I just think that just due to just an experience, I think for me, Cronulla just win. Yeah. I think Cronulla just win. And even, even the win bet in itself, $1.85, I mean, I think that's just fucking fantastic. It's juicy, isn't it? $1.85, like I think that's really overs from what I really think. So I know they're away from home and it's probably going to be cold as fuck down at Cronulla, uh, Canberra way. But, you know, like negative one and a half has been – Oh, sorry, plus one and a half has been back for Canberra and negative one and a half hasn't been. So even just taking that 195 for negative one and a half, Cronulla will win by two. I mean, I don't mind those bets. Yeah. Like, I genuinely don't. So I'd be taking one of those two. Just there's a little multi, you know, like just throw them in. I know, we're talking of multis. I should have said this before. Tab are doing a special on Thursday that if you do a three-leg Sangamer and it loses, money back. So it's pretty much just a free hit. And that's going to be like every Thursday, which is a pretty sick go. So it's got to be three legs, but you know what? You just have a $50 bet and you either win or you get your 50 bucks back. And finally, they're doing those, um, you know, the big ones where you can do like three or four legs, one leg fouls, get something back, five, six legs, if two legs foul bonus bet back the, and that sort of stuff. They've been so, doing it with the NBA. Yeah. The NBA has been... Yeah, they're finally doing that, it with rugby yeah. league though. They've been doing it with like NBA and American sports, but I like that because it just gets me involved in doing one too many friggin' legs. Um, let's go to Brisbane and South. The Broncos are 360. South are $1.29. The line is a uh, 10.5. Look, tough one. I think, like I said earlier, we mentioned it. Broncos, their back line's not too bad. They've got Tony Staggs and Osako and Herbie Farnworth. Farnworth, Farnworth. Um, Billy Walters and Albert Kelly in the halves. Up against, you know, Cody Walkers, Jackson Paulo, Alex Johnson, Blake Taff, who's been killing it. They're obviously missing Trell and stuff. Tommy? Yeah, you've got to think, it is a big line, 10.5, but at the same time, like, um, it's the first game of the year and there could just be a couple of tries late and South could e- easily cover it with a couple. I think, um, I'm, I'm just not too sure with the line there, so... I think I might um, just take South to win and just try and co- find a couple of try scorers. Like, I think Payne Haas uh, is a juicy price to have just lost, but for for Brisbane, he always looks looks promising there. So, same with Tony, but um, a couple of South plays, he always throw in Alex Johnson. And uh, Cody Walker was so good last year for tries. I, I think it's all going to be around Cody Walker. So get around Cody Walker, Alex Johnson, and uh, Payne Haas, I reckon, to score tries and see us to win there. I think um, I think South are going to have a bit of a decline. I, I don't see him making a grand final again this year, but um, I see him being too good for Brisbane. Payne Haas, 5.50 to score a try. Coey? Totally with Tommy. I think 10.5 is pretty juicy, though. I, I, I can picture a fair few tries being in this game. Um I think Cody Walker is a great bet for just any time try scorer. I think that's just yeah. genuinely – it was so successful last year. It was just like 
oh, I need one more leg in my same game. Or who do I throw in? And, you know, sure enough, you're always putting Cody in. He might be the only try scorer you get for the night. And you go, fuck, Cody, you've done it again, but you fucked my multi. I think, yeah, C- Cody to score, I think there will be genuinely points. I don't know how they're going to go defensively. I think there's, there's still some stalwarts in both sides, like we've already mentioned earlier in the um, in the chat. I think just... But, you know, like the likes of Corey Oates, I mean, he'd probably score out wide. Like um, Cody Walker to score, take the overs, South to win as well. And it's definitely a screaming to me as a same game multi kind of game. I think you just bang in a whole bunch of try scorers, any timers, yeah. and then just go overs. Friday, That's how Friday I said. I think South yeah. will win. Friday night in Brisbane. That's right. So we go Saturday. This is like the three o'clock Saturday game, which is the notoriously the the game I never watch. Um, I'm generally watching the racing on a Saturday, but it's Roosters and Newcastle. Newcastle. There was word last week, which are that they are the most uh, highly bet team to come last and a highly bet team to miss the top eight, which I found surprising when you've got the likes of Cowboys and Dogs and whatnot uh, in front of the Tigers and stuff in front of them. But um, $1.20 for the Roosters, $4.50 for the Knights. It's a 13.5 start they're getting. Um, Roosters, a lot of people are talking them up, thinking they're their premiership favourites and stuff. They're always up and about there. Teddy's obviously captain. Ponga's captain. We've got the fullback captains. Both got pretty good teams. Um, Dominic Young does my head in on the wing. He's butchered a few, but what do you reckon, Tom? Are you on the bandwagon at Roosters? There's a lot of people talking about them to win the comp. Yeah, well, I think uh, Campy said on his podcast the other day that um, basically I think everyone in the top 30 apart from one player has played first grade. So last year they got a bit of experience. Um, and this is the first game that Kiri, Walker and Radley are all going to play together. So they're definitely getting the players back together. They're, they definitely look a lot better on paper. I think Momorowski's a good pickup on the wing can kick goals, do pretty well. Joey Manu back, uh, Radley back, um, Lindsay Collins back, Connor Watson at number nine, a lie. Yeah, I think I'm going to go the Chooks and um, I think I'm going to take the overs and them to cover the line. Um, I think I think Newcastle aren't going to be as bad um, as people are saying, but I just think their first six games are really tough. I think they play Melbourne, South, Storm, Manly, Penrith. Honestly, if you want to back them to win the spoon, I reckon I reckon back them. And then <laughs> if they're none and six or none and five or at the bottom, cash out because I think they'll come good, especially when they get Braley back. And if their word is they're going to sign a um, – I think they've given up on Milford, but they're going to sign a decent halfback from England is the latest word. So um, And Joey's been wrapping Clume and Joey's been working with them as well. So I don't think they're going to be that bad, but – I, I just see the Chooks being too good for him here. The Knights in for a hiding, Coey? <laughs> I think so. I genuinely think that the, the battle, like, I mean, this is the strongest side that, because the Chooks were riddled with injury last year. And, you know, like, it's good good to see someone like Billy Smith come back. And because I think that was Billy out first round or was it preseason? I can't remember. But, you know, like, it's going to be good to see him back. Pair with Joey Manu. I think the battle's just really the halves, really. Um, because Newcastle don't have a bad forward pack. I mean, the likes of Clemmer, Randall, Safidi, Frizzell, Fitzgibbon, man. I mean, I don't think that's bad. But, I mean, when you're paired up against Hargraves, Watson, Collins, Crichton, Tupanoa, Radley, I mean, you just go, well, fuck. 
that's on. Game on there. Good luck to them. But then you see Sam Sam Walker, Cleary, match up against Clifford and Clune. I go, you know what? I I think that's where the match is going to be won. I I think I'll be seeing a lot of tries come from the Chooks Chooks side and you could probably back quite a few of them in the same game as to just score tries and run over the the uh, Knights' back line. But, yeah, I, I really do think that they will roll them. So I'll take the line over. Line and over, should I say. So neg- negative 13.5 over 46.5 would be where I'd be playing. Mm-hmm. Might even chuck in, like, Tupanua to score a try. One of those ones, Crichton or something out the back. They're always um, boost Crichton's up your, good for it. Boost up your same gamers. Warriors and St. George, one of the great games. Warriors are two bucks. St. George are $1.80. The line is one and a half um, to the Dragons. Look, people have, some people have been saying that the Dragons is their smoky for the top eight. I can't entertain it, but I really don't know much about these two teams. Um, Harris Tavita's at fullback. Tyrell Sloan is the big up-and-comer. Moses Sully, it hurts me to see. He's in the Dragons. Gear is in the in its centres. Zach Lomax is a gun. Sean Johnson's back playing in New Zealand. Ben Hunt's the captain. I don't know, Tommy. This is like a, a dart for me. Mate, I, I can see why people are saying St. George uh, smoking for top eight. I think uh, Zach Lomax is going to have an awesome year. I think um, they've got some really good competitive forwards. I know Woodsy and George Burgess and that are there, but some of the young guns, I think Blake Laurie really come into his own. And um, Josh Kerr just keeps getting better every year and Jack Bird as well. So I can see why people are entertaining it. But in saying that, my real smoke is for the eight of the Warriors. I think... Um, I think with Sean Johnson back there, and even if Ash Taylor can get um, back to somewhat near his best, I, I think that really steers their ship. Their pack's so good. I mean, um, Fanua Blake, uh, Tohu, when he comes back, some of their forwards are, are, are real, are really good. And if Reese Walsh and Sean Johnson can just get rolling, Cody Nicarima on the back of them, I think, I think the Warriors are good. They. It was a stat they lost seven games by less than six points last year. And if they won all those games, they would have been, I think, just outside the top four. So um, I I think with a bit of um, leadership in the hearts, I think the Warriors can have a really big year. And they looked a lot better in the trials and defence. And this is Brownie's second year now with them. I think I think they can go pretty well. I'm, I'm with the Warriors in the top eight. And um, Reese Walsh should big out for them for this game, but I think they can win this game. Two bucks is pretty good. Thoughts on the two bucks, Coey? This is hands down like the most level game of the round, I reckon. Like I genuinely think that like after watching Dragons play the South, uh, the Shield match in during the trials, I thought, you know what? They're not looking bad. And like it was good to see someone like Jack Bird, who's just absolutely riddled with injury, perform well, do half decent minutes, all the above and just it was just good to see because it was counted to be something great. And saying that, like, I have literally no confidence on either side. Like, to be definitive of who wins, it, I think it'll be really exciting to see how Sean Johnson matches with Nick Arima next to him. I think that's really, really exciting. Um, the back line in itself, I think, matches up really well. Sloan, as you mentioned, he's fucking fast and he's, he's got good hands. I think he's got capability. Uh, looking at the forwards, you know, AFB's back. He's back from injuries, probably fit and raring a go. Yeah, like this, it's a flip of a coin. I genuinely mm. think so. And the fact that Warriors, unfortunately, couldn't uh, get to start the season back home 
once again, another year that's just kind of unfortunately riddled with COVID. So they've decided that Warriors, you're staying up here at Sunny Coast. Um, you know, it, it's tough for them. But at the same time, I'm kind of like it being a coin flip, I'd rather take the two bucks and the dollar eighty that they've secured. But I'm happy to say this is going to be an overs game. I reckon there's just going to be uh, – Tommy did mention that the defensive efforts of Warriors were good in that trial match, but I think when it comes hard and fast, I think just the fact that St. George had some attacking prowess on that um, – I mean, although it was only all first half and it was a little bit lopsided in that first half, I think that either team can score tries. I think that, you know, there's always potential for these two back lines to score, score tries. So I, wouldn't mind taking Warriors with the overs. So, you know, the plus one and a half, take the overs, 46 and a half. Go for it. I, I hope so. I, I wish both these teams well, but I just don't see them really being in the picture long, long term anyway. Saturday night, West Tigers up against Tommy Storm. Storm are taller, 23. The Lions, 12 and a half. And the Tigers are $4.20. Tommy, you guys have signed, oh, signed, named Paps. There was a lot of talk that Paps would be missing a couple of games, but he's been named a fullback. They've got George Jennings, Remus Smith, Olam, Xavier Coates, Nick Meany in at six, Jerome Hughes at seven. Tigers, they looked at, look, it would be cool to see Jackson Hastings, see how he goes um, up against like the likes of Jerome Hughes and stuff, but... Might be a tough night for the old Tigers. Uh, mate, I, I'm, I'm still a bit worried about Melbourne. I don't think they're going to lose, but I, I don't think they're going to win by more than two tries, uh, which 12-and-a-half line. Um, I think Munster's going to be the massive key to Melbourne this year, and he's not playing. Harry Grant's out. I think Cheese has been playing a little lock, but he'll play nine. Um, and is Pat's been named a smoke show? If he doesn't play as well, that's three big outs. Um well, look, I really hope Melbourne win, and I think they will win, but I, I don't think they're going to flog the Tigers. I, I think they looked a bit better, as you said, with um, Jackson Hastings and that centre as well. Oli Gildart looks like a real, a really good player. So I think him to have a big year. I don't think the Tigers are going to come last, but in saying that, they're, they're probably going to struggle to push into the eight. But I... Um, yeah, I'm a bit worried. Just I know the Tigers are going to be up for the first game. Shenzie's been back helping them, but... Uh, I couldn't take Melbourne minus 12 and a half, that's for sure. It's going to be an interesting game. I love that we really, people who have much, how much shit they give the Tigers, it be interesting if they, they could um, get up for this game and even, even get close or win or cover that line. Coe, you give them a chance? Not really. I mean, I think Melbourne will win. I don't know how convincingly, like Tom said, if, if perhaps there's a late, you know, explosion, so to speak, I think that is a big out. I'm not even sure who will. Tommy, who'd go to number one, you reckon, if Paps is ruled out? Probably Nick Meany, I reckon, Kelly. They also named Jaden Nicarima on the bench. So I reckon chances are he could go to six or even he just puts a back rower like a Kenny Bromwich at six and puts Nick Meany to fullback, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if Paps is hypothetically ruled out, I mean, that is that is a huge loss. I mean... I just think that Storm will win. I think this is, if you were to play bets on this, I think you just kind of back a couple of try scorers, I guess. I mean, Olam's always good for one, isn't that right edge? Right edge? Yes. Left edge. Left edge. Left edge, sorry. And, and, you know, like some, even if you want to boost, bolster the odds, I mean, you can back someone from the other side. And Nofo, he had a quiet year last year, but, you know, 
he's always been just a reliable try scorer. So you might just tack on a couple of these boys that to score, and it being the first round, I think there will be a few few tries here and there. Uh, I think defensively, though, speaking, I think you guys, Tommy, are way stronger from what I what I see on paper. Anyway, like I think there will be a few things that Tigers definitely need to work out. And Hastings, de- don't get me wrong, I reckon Hastings was the standout for the trials for the Tigers. I think just the fact that they've got him playing as the six and there was a little bit of talk that would he go six or number 13 or, you know, where, where is he going to slot in? And the fact that it, um, Madge has put him straight into six, I think he, he's going real well. And I don't think he'll, they'll be last, like you said. I, I think they'll be – I think there'll be a little bit of a surprise package slightly. I think they will be kind of – a little bit higher in the teens, if not kind of contesting that nine or ten spot that they're so familiar with. But yeah, I think that just the experience that you guys show, I think Melbourne just win this comfortable enough. Comfortable. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, we go to Sunday and it's Parramatta and the Gold Coast. A couple of people have been putting Parramatta in their top four, which is Interesting stuff. They're a dollar forty-seven. The line six and a half. You get two seventy for the Gold Coast Titans. Eels look. They don't do themselves any favors. Sometimes they sometimes can be playing fantastic. You got Clinton Gutherson at fullback. Jaden Campbell was the other fullback. Um, one of Blake's in the centers. He can score some tries. Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses. They're pretty good center um, halves partners. But then again, look, the Titans are pretty good at actually scoring some points. And doesn't David Fafita like scoring a try, Tommy? He does. He does like scoring a try um, on that edge. Um, I think Parramatta are going to be too good here. I think they run up a bit of a score. Their stats at Combank are really good, but their stats at Combank in the day are unreal. So I think if, if they're playing a day game and they're at Parramatta Stadium, I, I'd just get on them. I think I think they're going to be, struggle to lose a game there this year. Uh, and I, th- I, I think Parramatta are going to play pretty well this year, but it's going to be getting into the finals and the pressure on them from there that's going to really see them um, really have to grind it out. But it's got to be this year because they're losing some big players next year. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be that sense um, that they're going to be up. And especially early on in the season, I'm going to be all over power. And I think they, I'll go for them plus power. Interesting. Chloe? I don't know about the whole power top four thing. I think that's rubbish. Uh, I don't see them contesting the four. Personally, I think I mean they've still got the key players within their respective positions, but I just don't know how convinced I am off the back of last year. They definitely have a bit of a chip on their shoulder off last year, so they've definitely got something to prove, which I do like, and that usually brings the fire back in the players and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I, in this matchup anyway, Para just wins. Like genuinely looking at either side, you could definitely. Get a few more quid for David Fafita in your same game multi to score a try for them, but I think para dominant. I think they cover the line. They probably go overs defensively. Gold Coast just aren't strong in my eyes. So yeah, I'd be looking that way overs and cover the line. Game of the round: North Queensland Cowboys versus the Dogs. Pretty bang on. You're getting dollar eighty five for the Cowboys, probably because they're at home. You're getting a dollar ninety five for the Dogs with a one and a half line. Um, Look, you're hoping that the dogs might be a bit better with their recruitment and stuff. Obviously, we've got the Fox and TPJ and stuff when they um, 
when we watched that trial the other day, but they were pretty ordinary. Dufty's there. Dufty's at fullback. Ockenbohr, they just keep going with this experiment with Ockenbohr. Um, Braden Burns is in the settings. Naden is now playing for the Dogs. Addo Carr's there. Burton's at six. Avarillo. Like, they've got a team that could actually do all right, but... Look, neither of these teams are getting me overly excited. I'd love the dogs to do well, though, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. I think we all would seem to do a bit better than they have the last couple of years. Just off trial form, I've got to be the Cowboys, though. I, I think the Cowboys win. They cover the line, uh, especially at home. At the Cowboys, new Cowboys stadium up there. Um, a few people tipping the Cowboys to come last. So I think I think maybe just another year under uh Peyton will be a little bit better for him. I, I can't see them anywhere near the eight, but I can't see them coming last either. I think they're better than the Bulldogs. And I think the Bulldogs are going to take sort of five to ten weeks to really gel. Whether Barrett's still there, then that's going to be the big question because I think a lot of pressure on him and Madge going into the season. But, yeah, I I, I think it's going to be a slow grind for the Doggies. I'll... Um, I'll go to Cowboys. Something about the dogs, just quickly, if you didn't see and you don't follow Twitter or anything, that Buzz Rothfield said something about the dogs not using drones and doing all this drone footage and stuff. Gus must have taken that personally. He changed his Twitter profile to a, a drone on there and then started sharing a ton of drone footage. They, which was they did mention bloody they funny. did mention Gus on 360 as well. So yeah, yeah. So it well. wasn't Gus just getting out of place. They were talking about it. Yeah, it's classic. <laughs> It's so hard because I just go the new facelift that Bulldogs have. I am not convinced convinced at all. Like if they gelled, or if they played remotely well enough in my eyes. And I know it's trials, but if they were to put up a bit more of a fight against, say, the Sharks, I'd be like, you know what? I, I can see what they're working towards. I can see the like the forecast for the rest of the season. And normally, I'd go, oh. You know, I think the Bulldogs with their new facelift, they win this, even in North Queensland. But it's a bit of a coin flip in mind. Like, mm. I think it's just, it's like Josh Adokar, that's probably a lock for your tries. Like, you, you put him in. Val Holmes playing in centre, interesting. I don't mind that. He's I think that, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I don't mind that idea. Just kind of. Having a feeler, I mean, the hammer is the hammer for their fullback, I think, in the long term anyway. So just the fact that he's probably fitter, younger, all the above. Fast, That's why he's got the – yeah, exactly, all the above. He's he's earned the the one jersey. (laughs) Um, Regardless, I do think that the dogs – well, both teams have something to prove because, I mean, they both had fucking shockers last year in my eyes. They both – Bulldogs finished finished the season well. Cowboys were so up and down. Their season was just horrific. I think – I don't know what to make of it. I think just the fact that the price is pretty much locked together. I don't mind taking the Dogs. $1.95. They've got something to prove. It's – it's such a coin flip. I just think the teams match up so well in this. You the Fords have got the Fords have got holes. The backs have got holes for both sides, and I just think it's. I could back the dogs, but at the same time, I'm going to back Cowboys like Tommy. I'm just going to back them because they've probably had a little bit more solidarity together. Whilst, yeah, Adokar's probably going to score. I don't, I don't doubt that for a second because as soon as you give him the ball, he scores anyway. So. Let's say Cowboys to win, Addo Carr to score, the Hammer to score, and 
I'm just going to throw in, oh, let's say a little roughy, Tom Malolo to score as well. The the big raging ball to score. Your bet doesn't have to include a winner either. So if you want to have a bet on these games, you can just chuck in a couple of try scorers too. So um, let's go to some rapid fire answers. So you're just going to smash out an answer for me. Thomas, winner of the comp this year. Uh, Storm. Coey? Manly. Manly. Uh, Tom, top four. Storm, Panthers... Sharks, Eels. Rough, Coey. Storm, Manly, Chooks, and Sharks. All right. Well, I just had exactly the same as Coey, so we'll uh, we'll move on to that one. Um, Bottom four, Thomas. Knights, Cowboys, Broncos, Bulldogs. Okay. Coey? Knights and Cowboys. I think Broncos will do a little bit better. So I'm going to say Bulldogs and Tigers. Mm. Okay. Um, I am having North Queensland are going to be down there. I'm going to keep. I, I think the Warriors might be down there. Um, Newcastle, Dogs, Warriors, North Queensland. It shits me that I haven't said the Tigers, but um, your spoon, Thomas. You're getting eleven dollars for the doggies, so I think that's great value. Eleven bucks, Coey. No, I'm just happy to say knights for our uh, for great mate uh, Alex O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, I might I might follow the money and go them as well. They um <laughs> seriously do it and cash out. I reckon I reckon it's a great bet. Top try scorer Tom. Well, I think at eighty one dollars, oh I think da- um, David Fafita is fantastic price. Uh, whether he can do it if he stays fit, I think he got twenty one from like eighteen games last year. If he plays every game. There's there's a massive chance he scores. Outside of that, uh, Ravalawa forty one dollars as well. David Fafita at eighty ones, Coey. I genuinely don't mind just taking Josh Shadow Car. Really, the dogs. The dogs. I, I reckon. It, yeah, I, I reckon they're just going to be so just. He's our guy. We'll just keep fucking feeding him until he scores. Like he might have fucking thirty opportunities and score. Twice in a game, but I reckon he would still roll over points, and I don't mind the fact that he's seventeen bucks. Like, I mean, every year he's been, you know, pretty much near to favourite at the Storm at seven bucks, eight bucks, whatever it is. So mm-hmm. the fact that you're getting te- ten bucks more, I don't mind that. All right, I'm going to go Xavier Coates. I think he's just going to step it up in the level in that system down there, and hopefully he's about the ten buck mark. And top point scorer Thomas Reese Walsh, forty one dollars is overs. But who I think is actually going to get it? Zach Lomax, seventeen dollars. Zach Lomax. Who'd you say first? Reese Walsh. Uh, Reese Walsh, forty-one dollars. Interesting. Overs. Okay. Yep. Coey. Tommy, you'd probably know better. Do you reckon Momo is going to be the the primary kicker for the Chooks? I think so, Coey. It's really going to depend if uh, how much Ker- Karen plays as well. Yeah. And I think if Karen plays, he might get the goal kicking over the top and then Sam Walker. And I think they could share it around all year. That's sort of why I stood away from Momorowski. That, that's fair enough. Like, I mean, if they're going to share duties, I, that does trouble me because I, I think 15 bucks would have been a great price, him being a winger. And I, I don't if know, you can guarantee it all year for sure. Yeah. So outside of that, I mean, you look at the top three, Ruben, Paps, Mitchell, they're all just too bloody short, so I'll be looking a little bit further. Fuck. I mean... I like Nico Hines. Starts. Why can't Nico Hines get a 21s? He's 21s, going to be kicking, isn't he? The, 
He's going to be kicking, but I think the the big issue is he's going to be halfback. So it's yeah. just how many tries does he score from that position? True. And yeah, like I think Tom, he'll go close at twenty one dollars. It's worth a spec for sure. I reckon so. Ruben's pretty. He's pretty good, isn't he? On the wing, kicks a shit ton of goals. Yeah, no, two four. I hate it. Fo- futures. No futures should be two dollars forty. Sure. And this is the problem. Like you look at the what the let's say the top ten. Ruben Garrick's a winger. Paps a fullback. Mitchell a fullback. Cleary half, Momorowski winger, you know, like uh, they're all over the shop, but two forties is too blind. Well, Cleary's Cleary's a halfback, yeah. and he's nine bucks, Tom. Yeah, yeah, but I think he'll get a lot more opportunities. But um, you never know. I think the other one, um, even if Jared Croker doesn't play first five rounds, but then comes in, he's someone that could easily make it up too. Just he, he scores a lot of tries, kicks a lot of goals, really accurate. Do you reckon he's going to come into the team though? I think he's on the outer. Mate, I think I think I mean, people keep saying that, but he, he's leadership, especially like with Fogarty out. Like they need they need some leaders, Canberra, and he's still got player options for the next three years. If he can prove his knees good, he's a solid defensive player. I I still think he's a massive chance, and I I still think Ricky loves him. All right, I'm gonna roll the I'm gonna roll the dice, boys, and. Although Tommy's mentioned that the duties might be a shitter in, I, I do like Momo as just a, a chance. And if he kicks well for the first two games, I, I mean, let's say at an eighty percent kind of percentage, I, he could potentially just kick for the rest of the season if he stays fit. So I'll just roll the dice, take the overs at fifteen. I mean, I feel that if he does kick full time for the first five rounds, there's a good chance it's just going to be kicking full time for the rest of the season. So. Let's roll the dice. Take the 15s. All right. Let's nut out a multi. All right. Uh, we're doing a bit different. We're going to be picking one leg each. So three legs for this weekend. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to go Nico Hines to score a try. I think he's going to have a big game in his first game for the Sharks. He's paying four bucks to score a try. So that is my leg. Coey, what are you doing? Addo Carr scores. I mean, we're back to old days. Uh if he was playing for the Melbourne Storm, he's usually a dollar forty anytime try scorer. The fact that it's a dollar eighty against the Cowboys defense, I'm on board. Thomas, man, I think Param uh, beat Titans easy. I think Parramatta win thirteen plus at two dollars sixty. Um, yeah, I think that's good. You happy with that? Yeah, I also got a like little. If anyone wants to take it, I'd, I've, I've done personally a preseason one. A uh, little multi in Cronulla to make the top four at five dollars into the Warriors top eight four dollars. I think they're two smokies that might get up as well. The school one. Um, any other bets, Coey? Before we wrap up, I, I just genuinely think that even if you wanted to just use Cronulla as a lock to make top eight, I think that's about a dollar eighty, dollar ninety. I think that's a great fucking bet. Have to agree. All right, we might wrap it up. Bit of Eagle Rock. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, I don't know what you're doing Thursday, but I know that Hello Sport and um, Denon are down at DY Hotel, so that could be a little goer. But um, if we can actually get down Pittwater Road, which is a nightmare at the moment. But, um, boys, thank you. May as well head to bed. It's half past 10 on a Tuesday night. I'll head I to the bar. I'll be in, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, boys. Cheers, lads. <laughs>